Hello there. So Andor is the new Star Wars uh, series which uh, debuts today on Disney Plus, uh, but uh, this follows, uh, it follows the exploits of uh, Cassian Andor from uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So to mark the occasion, here's my review and spoiler talk for uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So heads up, if you've never seen this film, there will be spoilers here, so just be aware of that. So, you know, this came out in 2016. It was the second Disney film from Star Wars that came out the year after the massive success of The Force Awakens. And I, I remember kind of thinking at the time, this might, it tells the story, you know, of the rebels trying to steal the blueprints for the Death Star. I remember thinking at the time, this might be a bit unnecessary, this film. I mean, I mean do we really need another prequel? However, this was really enjoyable. This is a thoroughly entertaining Star Wars film, and it was pretty successful as well at the time. It came out, made a ton of money. People liked it. So overall, I'll say say one thing. It is more serious. I'll say that once. There are it is it does have a more somber tone all the way through it, and it does. I'll say this. It genuinely feels kind of like a war film in Star Wars universe because there's moments. It seems strange to say this about something that's been around for decades and that has wars in the title, but it never really felt like a massive war. The stuff in other films and things always kind of felt like a battle or a skirmish, but this actually, you had almost a gritty war feel to this. And there is a more sombre and cold tone, which Gareth Edwards, the director who made Godzilla in 2014, the 2014 Godzilla, he actually had that tone as well with that film which some people didn't like, some people, but I actually do like that film quite a bit, and I actually think it works well here, but he knows how to do a spectacle as well. Uh, and I'll say this, the last 45 minutes of this film is phenomenal, like proper edge of the seats thrills here, and there's some incredible stuff, like you've got the AT-ATs on the beach, it almost feels like Star Wars done with, mixed with Saban Private Ryan in that sense, it seems a strange thing to say, but it works incredibly well. Uh, I remember seeing this in IMAX as well when it first came out, and it looked phenomenal. So that that that's what one thing that I really uh, I, th I think that's was one of the main standouts for this uh, as well. And the other thing as well, if you look at that finale, it's all done in broad daylight as well, so you can actually see everything clear as day, and it looks phenomenal. So you could easily have done something like this at night and tried to hide the CG and things like that, but no, it's done in broad daylight, and it looks fantastic it really does and the other uh one of the big highlights of this film was uh, darth vader his first screen appearance and i think it would have been 11 and a half years at this point because you know revenge of the sith came out in 2005 and uh, it doesn't disappoint he's got two scenes in this you got the scene with uh, ben mendelson's character uh he's even like doing the puns when he's like careful you don't choke on your aspirations you're just like ha ha put them Vader with the puns but uh, of course that famous scene as well when he just absolutely lays waste to those poor fuckers <laughs> he just had right at the end uh, tremendous scene as well that's one thing if you look at some of the stuff we've done in the Obi-Wan show as well that, that's one thing Disney have made start uh, have made uh, Vader a, a more of a physical uh, dominance as well it's, but he never really got that physical in the original trilogy it was mostly about his uh, presence and intimidation well that's still here but he's actually a lot more physical in the Disney ones so and they've done that really well they've actually done some fantastic stuff with that so some people won't want to admit that because every, everything Disney does is automatically bad so there you go to a lot of people so there you go it is what it is 
but yeah, and I mean, there's a lot to like about this film as well. You got um, Felicity Jones, who's a great actress, was uh, is the lead here. Jenner, so not the most engaging character ever, but she's good here. She's solid. Mad Mickelson as her father again, great actor. So you've got um, the the guy um, who's got the spin-off, um, Cassian Andor's fine. You know, he was. I would never have thought though. Let's make a spin-off of this guy. I think mean, he was a decent enough character, and Diego Luna, who plays him, is very good. But I would never have thought, hey, let's make a spin-off. But if he were going to make a spin-off of anyone, I would have made it of, to be honest, of, of um, Donnie Yen's character. I can't remember his name. It was like the, the Kung Fu bling guy. In fact, uh, one of the funniest moments is when they like put the blanket over his head and he's like, oh, come on, seriously, I'm blind. You know, so... He could, he could have been good for a spin-off, but ah, well, never mind. I do have my concerns that maybe about the Andor series, they are scraping the bottom of the barrel a little bit for content, but the trailers do look really good for it, so time will tell. Time will tell with that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to enjoy about this, and Forrest Whitaker's uh, in here, he's he's great as well. Um, and he's in the series as well, Andor, so that'll be cool. Good to see him again. Uh, so there's some spectacular moments in this one. It, like it does have its humor, and like I said, sometimes it is a bit more cold and serious. However, it does have its moments of humor. Like I mentioned about Donnie Yen's character, you've got um, Alan Tudyk's um, voice of the droid, K two S O. I think the droid was called. He was pretty funny. He has moments. So overall, the film's really enjoyable. Big thumbs up for it. As far as spin-offs go, spin-offs do have a bit of a sketchy track record, but this is definitely one of the better ones. Uh, it's a very enjoyable film. And there you go. That is what that's my thoughts there. That's my thoughts there on Rogue One a Star Wars story. Uh so Andor, I think it's I originally thought it was gonna be Thursday this actually debuted because they started putting their new stuff out on Thursday, but it's actually today. So uh, there you go, it's all it's already out there. Andor, so and it's three parts as well, which is interesting because I, I, usually they drop sometimes it's just one and sometimes it's two episodes they drop, but They've dropped three for whatever reason. Don't know if that means that the first two episodes are a bit slow and three's where it really gets going. I don't know. Time will tell. But I'll watch this. I don't know if I'll have time to watch all three of them today. But once I've watched all three of them, I'll get my reviews and spoiler talks for it as well. So the critics seem to like it. But then again, the critics like She-Hulk and Lord of the Rings and look how that's turned out. Oh, and speaking of Lord of the Rings, didn't bother reviewing this. I did watch this week's Lord of the Rings, but I'm not going to bother reviewing it because I'd just be saying the exact same thing as I was saying the previous two weeks. So there's no point. I might review it at the end of the season. Well, as a season as a whole, we'll see though. So anyhow, but I'll definitely review the first three episodes and or see what it's like. So that'll be over the next course of the next few days. Don't know when I'll get the chance to watch all of them, but we'll get it out there once I've watched it. So anyway, that's my thoughts on that. And uh, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye.